0: welcome back to don't caught a book club my name is luke my name is dan no no special name today for dan i mean is that really my name though Mm. good point it's okay so today we are uh finishing up red seas under red skies by scott lynch um we finished it so so spoilers for the whole book no warm up today. Mm-mm. It's pretty. It's it's pretty hot here on these on these seas. Mm. Is it? It's pretty toasty. All right. Um. So we left off last episode, or just or just the last section before they got to to the 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 Big Island, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. The first thing that I have is like on the way to the island.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: They take a little passage. Ah,
1: a little, yes.
0: A little fancy. Is that the uh, parlor passage? Fancy way. Is that the, the parlor one? passage? That's correct. There's two. There's two ways to get to this. Mm-hmm. This place. One is the regular one that everyone takes. It takes a little bit longer, but it's more chill. Mm-hmm. The other one is the parlor passage.
1: Right. You got to have the fast pass to go through the parlor passage.
0: <laughs> That's. That's correct. You don't have to wait in line. You got to have the fast pass. Um, what was your... So, okay. They come off or they come into this very hesitant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't know what's happening until we get through it. But the captain, very terrified.
1: Yeah. Everyone seems scared and very tight-lipped about what's going to happen. Which seems weird. But what
0: did you think about it? I feel like I was very ready for it to be terrifying and like don't get me wrong, it's a l- it's pretty eerie. yeah. yeah. But it didn't seem like that as big of a deal as I was expecting.
1: Did you feel the same way? I, I have a one of my notes here that I've written down is just is the parlor passage really that scary? Because okay. yeah, I don't think so at all. <laughs> it sounds like it's foggy and eerie, but nobody dies. Nobody actually jumps off the boat and freaks out. Right. Uh, the They have their names called out and there's a, a kind of a ghost. It felt honestly even less scary than the dead marshes from Lord of the Rings. It felt like a less scary mm. version of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like everybody just goes through here anyway. Because <laughs> the captain of the Sovereign also is like, yeah, we got to go quick. So we're going through the parlor parlor passage and they get out and it seems like they're unscathed they get out and it's like yeah it was just you know how we have to go
0: right there's a at one point we hear about a ship that just went through and seemingly didn't make it through yes so so there's some that mess up however one of the big things i feel like is less the weird ghost boy Mm -hmm. and more the like sight lines yes so they they have to throughout this they're like measuring how fast they're going and timing it and before they're doing a turn right so it's really you have things to avoid but you can't see them so you have to know it super well Mm -hmm. that seems to me to be the major like difficulty here
1: yeah i i mean i totally agree with you and i feel like you could easily I feel like in a situation like this, where there, it's really valuable to be able to go through this passage, we've got some infrastructure built up around this. Right. Because there's a, it's a. Yeah. Here's the problem. It's really foggy. Uh, here's a solution. We've got like a little rope that goes through the whole thing. You attach the rope to the side of your ship, and make sure that your ship just like follows the rope. You like can see the rope the whole time. It's attached to your ship. Just don't snap the rope as you're going through. Would right. be fine.
0: You're forgetting that there's a ghost that talks to you, Dan. Though.
1: Oh, does the ghost have scissors? Because that could be an issue. The g- unconfirmed if
0: the ghost has scissors. Seemingly no. Mm-hmm. However, uh, the ghost uh, might know your
1: real name. So. Wait, Luke. Nobody knows my real name. <laughs> ghost does. Not even I know my real name. Ooh. Uh, hang on. Actually, this is. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> Could be a real source of information for people that don't know a lot about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I was orphaned at birth. I was given a name by someone. What's my real name? I got to go visit that right. cool ghost so I can learn my Give real name. Give me a last name. Come on. Whoa. Interesting. I think,
0: yeah, yeah. Real, real opportunity for a, um, like a haunted house situation here mm-hmm. as well. Oh,
1: wow yes also man especially because luke the ghost didn't even say that bad of stuff the ghost was like you're feeling itchy you want to jump in the water because you're (laughs) so itchy and it's like all right i'm itchy but i'm not jumping in the water obviously
0: right It's so easy to say no to
1: (laughs) it it wasn't like hey i'm gonna kill all your friends and family unless you jump in the water or hey i'm gonna give you this special poison to make you do whatever i say if you don't jump in the water it's like right all right i'm itchy so (laughs) and like and like they appear in the fog like you can see a figure out in the fog oh this honestly this freaking fog sounds like (laughs) a ghost story that would be told in like the 1950s when just like creepy stuff was scary Right. It's yeah. like, all right, great. There was a <laughs> mysterious man out in the fog that walked, walked beside you on a lonely forest walk. And then, oh, that's it. And then that's it. Right. But also,
0: it gets less scary when it's reliable, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, when you go out here, there's a fog and a voice talks to you. And what? like says this. That's not scary to me anymore because, like, it's predictable and I know what's going to happen.
1: Ooh, Luke, what if it's scarier if you know what's going to happen? I'm, because I've been trying to think of, like, why didn't they just say, hey, look, there's a voice. It's going to tell you to get off the ship. Just don't do it. Why did right. that takes? We have explained what happens already when you go through the passageway. Mm-hmm. And yet no one explains what happens right maybe because when you know it becomes way worse maybe when you know what's gonna happen it's just like you mean mean just for for some reason in this case it's worse or every time like the ghost the more you go through the more the ghost is like all right the itching thing didn't work i gotta try a new angle
0: oh okay okay so it's like you're leveling up each time you know about it yeah, the, level. the
1: ghost gets more information about you every time you go through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So with mm-hmm. Gene, it was like, maybe the, itch- the itching is like the basic, I think. The itching is the basic one yep. that it tries with everybody. Didn't work on Gene. Next time Gene goes through, maybe it's like, hey, I've got your hatchets. I've got your okay. cool hatchets down here. Sure, yeah. The other
0: reason that they may have not told them that I was thinking of is that the crew like you know is really sketched out about this but maybe they like kind of know that it's kind of lame oh so they're like, we, if we tell them if we tell them ahead of time it's not going to be as scary and they're going to think we're stupid so let them
1: let them be surprised by it this is part of the hazing ritual
0: mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and which actually takes me to kind of another note that we talked about last time uh where we wanted more fun pirate games instead of just getting drunk on the deck. Scott kind of got that for us. Oh yeah. Scott, we had this fun pirate hazing ritual that happened. Mm-hmm. Didn't involve them this getting super wasted. They just dunked them. They just kind of dunked him a little bit in a fun little <laughs> net and then sprayed him with water, made them all dizzy. It was just right. kind of a fun, it was a fun bonding activity that didn't involve heavy drinking.
0: That's true. That's true. I guess we'll get I guess we'll give them some points. Mm-hmm.
1: Very are creative too. I think that's why Drakasha is such a is like a much better captain than Locke.
0: Right. She's creative. Oh, for sure. Got to be creative. Gotta 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 keep things like keep things fresh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Although it sounds like they do this every the same thing every time. It um does. But hopefully there's a little bit of a twist.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
0: i assume i assume so right
1: it's a good performance though
0: it's fun (laughs) it is it is a good performance um she seems to be good at giving performances so when we get to the when we get to the pilot or the pirate like area yeah the pirate zone if you will
1: the prodigal whatever prodigal bay or whatever it's called
0: yeah yeah um they're walking around, going to whatever place, uh-huh. and there's a bar with like one table at the at on the second floor or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And there's some I I didn't quite understand the like social deal here, uh-huh. but seemingly, whenever one of the captains comes back, they need to do something to get that high table. I. I to, think to like throw their weight around a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, to show that they're still like the shit, to show that they can still fuck shit up. Right. I And then like
0: she proceeds to just completely assault a captain of a different ship that is currently in this place. Correct. And like I get the idea that you that you guys are all pirates. And you have to have some kind of, like, macho little thing going on. Yep. It felt like a lot. It felt like a whole lot.
1: Like, (laughs) here's the thing. She punched her so hard. Yeah, really, really hard. And let's let's just lay it out from an objective perspective, right? There is a captain Mm -hmm. at a bar sitting at a table. A nice table. A table that she would maybe expect to have herself because she's a captain of one of these pirate ships right. another captain comes in and says move bitch get out the way and she's like no i was here sitting already i'm staying and then the other captain proceeds to knock her almost the fuck out because <laughs> she wouldn't get up
0: well not only that the the thing is, seems to be like Drakasha, like really crushed it here right yeah what she did was they were gonna do a little drinking game uh-huh and instead of what the other captain thought they were gonna do she throws the alcohol in her eyes and then punches her and like knocks her out yeah it's not f- it's not fair no i'm not really impressed by this
1: no <laughs> this is like it's a- just like <laughs> extremely rude she like extremely rude he, like, sucker punches her in the face and is like, I won. Right. I've, I met the terms right. of your contract, so fuck off. <laughs> you would I don't know. also, you would think that if this is a, a common occurrence, she would be much more specific with her language because that's kind of how Drakasha, like, does it is on this technicality that, like, well, she's on her ass. So I win. Right. This can't be the first time she's ever done that, right? There has to be times in the past. I mean, also, like, if this is what you're doing, who cares about the technicality
0: of it? Like, we're all pirates and you just, like, knocked my teeth out. I don't care if you, like, technically satisfied the thing. We're in, like, the seediest bar of all time.
1: Yeah, this is fair.
0: Effectively, you just came in and sucker punched me out of my chair. It's not, there's no difference here.
1: You didn't win. You didn't prove anything except you could sucker punch really good.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I also feel like if this, like, obviously it's not the exact same interaction each time. But if there's something like this each time a captain comes back, we got to have a meeting. (laughs) Be like, guys, let's figure out a better system. (laughs) Because we're out here losing teeth left and right. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of dentures the denture business is very good at, at prodigal, It's pretty good uh prodigal bay or whatever it's called port prodigal right um luke i've got a question for you okay how many how many pirate ships are there in this like in this bay
0: yeah i feel like i remember there being seven
1: i thought there were five okay because there's like five captains that meet to get oaths from okay. Drakasha. Let's sure. let's say there are seven for like funsies real quick. All right. So we've got seven pirate ships. The biggest one of them is Sovereign, which has mm-hmm. three masts. The rest of these are two-masted ships. Sovereign has like I want to say 90 crew. Like around a hundred, let's say a hundred crew on Sovereign. Mm -hmm. Um, Luke, the Archon's plan. We need to get back to the Archon's plan here. Okay. I love the plan. He is trying to drum up fear of a pirate uprising Mm -hmm. from seven pirate ships, seven independent contractors Not these are not people working together with some master plan. These are seven individual ships. The most people we're dealing with here is like, like five hundred people. Right. How much money is the Archon thinking he's gonna raise to deal with this crisis? Yeah, it's. What what is happening? We're getting back to the plan. We popped off about the plan last time. (laughs) I we've learned more information, and I still think it's a dumb as shit plan. I agree. Oh, for sure. Um, I was surprised at how small
0: the, like, operation was. Because, like, when when we were originally learning about what they were planning to do, I thought that Locke was going to have to go into this area of, like, bunches of pirates and, like, convince them all to follow him into, like, a war. And I was imagining, I don't know, like... Only some of them would do it, and he would still have like twenty ships going with him. I just to throw out a random number. Yeah, but this is tiny. Yeah, it's tiny.
1: It's <laughs> how Archon, you're gonna get like at most ten ships, and that's like pushing it a lot. Right. That's like, what? How many ships do you have right now? Do you not even have? Just I feel go like, there. I feel like you could just go. <laughs> you said also, <laughs> like
0: they talk about how cushy of a job this pirate like like if you're a pirate here it's like mm-hmm. pretty good yeah the thing is they are never attacking a ship with more than one ship right yeah because they're all independent
1: yeah correct
0: i don't think they really work together no and they say that like i don't know three out of four times the people just like give up and they kind of treat it as a cost of doing business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's I, like, I I don't know. One, one V one every single time. It doesn't seem that easy. I was expecting each pirate captain to have like several ships.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't. They I very don't clearly keep one ship because we read messenger. uh yeah. No, we're selling that. Of course, we're selling Red Messenger. That doesn't become a part of my pirate fleet.
0: Right. Why not? Why?
1: (laughs) What are you doing? Right. If piracy is this lucrative and fun, like, go buy another pirate ship. Like, you need to build a brand. Build a brand. Right. Right. Franchise this shit.
0: (laughs) And uh, it's also like, they always talk, they're talking about how the different, like, levels of of each pirate, right? So so the Dread Sovereign or whatever it's called is the biggest one with whatever crew. And it's treated as, like, kind of an immutable, like, the status, the statuses of each captain are kind of not considered to be changing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Jokasha just picked up, like, 40 members. Something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) That's like the whole difference between the two. Right. And uh, like they seem to keep their ships. Like they seem to not want to change their ships over time. Buy a new ship. You're making a lot of money. I feel like you could just. A whole lot. You could upgrade the ship. Get some heated seats. Mm. Heated seats for sure. You could buy the new biggest ship with all the money that you've made. Get everybody to put like 10% of their earnings in a big jug on the deck. And then when the jug, okay, jug. when the jug that's fills up, you buy a new ship that's bigger. Right. What? <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. know what's happening with these pirates, and I have a feeling like they're not the brightest bunch. Because Luke. Okay. Locke convinces Drakasha to help him. And do you remember how he convinces her to help him? So it's basically
0: he tells her the truth, right? Yes. And he convinces her that no matter what, the archon is going to do something. Uh-huh. So it's better for her to play along now when she knows what that something is. Yeah, that's kind of my my reading on the on the argument.
1: Yep. If I'm Drakasha and I hear this, I hear this plan. Locke says, hey, so the archon enlisted me and Jean, who have no seagoing experience. To take a ship and raise a pirate army to come fight in the Archon's territory. If I'm Drakasha, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's dumb as shit. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the, the oh, Archon. So he's so he's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the info. Uh, great. Bye. I'm not. His plan is dumb. He is an idiot. I don't. This right. is great news. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because because okay, last time what
0: they the reason that they lost was because they effectively attacked tavarar and they could like they just got destroyed because like obviously it's much harder to attack a place than it is to defend it especially when you're like understaffed or yeah. like you have less people right if you're the pirates they have like they have to come to you or like find you yeah. which is impossible to do so, like, why do you care?
1: Because, yeah, Luke, maybe one day, though, maybe one day, though, he'll come get you.
0: <laughs> but, but, like, if you're, he could do that at any point. That's, yeah. like, his big, that's the thing. That's his goal, right? That's his position.
1: Yeah, correct. Uh, also... He's not going to be around forever. The reason he's doing any of this at all is like, hey, my position isn't super secure and I'm worried about getting used, like, taken out of power by the council, so I need to do this so I can keep my position. Right. I'm Drak- if I am right. Drakasha, I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait him out. He's dumb. <laughs> I don't, like, he's not going to get me.
0: Right. Drakasha over and over throughout this has talked about how they have such a sweet setup that just like the status quo is really good for them Mm -hmm. and what she's learning from Locke is that the status quo is very good also for the people in charge of Talvarar except for the Archon and the Archon needs to do some crazy plan to change it yeah she's like oh okay then we should do that obviously
1: what is this plan I think I, Locke's just really convincing. Locke must be so convincing. Damn. I mean, the Archon, I guess, chose right.
0: hmm
1: hmm Locke's got to be so hot, dude. Uh, that's the only explanation so, I can think of.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, people just, people just looking at his face as he's talking, and they're like, he must be saying something correct. Yeah. I trust him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot about this. Okay. So my next note is actually similar. Okay. Which is kind of the next, the next decision-making step by another character that ends up being super consequential is the captain of the sovereign. Mm -hmm. I I, I forget, I forget his name, but he initially like is willing to accept the decision of their, like, little pirate council to let Jokasha go do her thing. And then very quickly afterwards decides, no, that's too risky. I actually need to go after her and fight her. So the issue that he's concerned about is that Jokasha's thing is not going to work and it's going to end up where causing the Archon to, like, come attack them. Yeah. Which I will point out, already a risk. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he decides that this hypothetical situation is too dangerous. I would much prefer to directly attack a ship on a roughly similar power scale to mine in a, like, sure fight (laughs) that is essentially guaranteed to lose, like, at least half of my crew.
1: Wow. I hadn't, when you put it this way, Luke, hmm. Especially considering once again, these are independent contractors. He's not fighting for a larger cause other than I like being a pirate and and going around in my cool pirate ship with my crew. And he is, yeah, taking a chance that it's just like, yeah, it's all might be over if you attack this other pirate ship.
0: Right. Yeah. You could you could very easily even if Jakasha's thing goes goes south and the Archon comes and like attacks the the port that you guys all hang out at you could just like run away and go be a pirate somewhere else sure i've heard that this is the best place to be a pirate but you there you could
1: right you could it seems like they have not solved the problem of piracy in this universe except for in this one (laughs) little spot so and you don't have (laughs) they don't have like family ties to places it's not like they go home to see their family at this port they're just going there because it's it's like good for them it's safe for them go literally anywhere else (laughs) the ocean is big do you think the rest of his crew is like so
0: we're gonna go do a one-on-one fight with jokasha like a renowned pirate who's very good at this type of thing why are we doing this again why are we doing this again for no reason
1: yeah, bad. Just
0: like when I was when I was reading this and I was hearing like Jukasha being like, okay, our plan, he has more people than us. So we have to do this strategy where even though he'll probably win, we can take out like half his crew. At that, I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Why is he doing it
1: then? I mean, he's a pirate, man. You just, there are certain things you got to do when you're a pirate. One of them apparently one of them is apparently make horrible, violent decisions. (laughs) He also part of this is that he gets his person,
0: his like spy on Jokashi's ship to have this like dead man switch Mm -hmm. that ends up backfiring and and killing his own his
1: own ship. Yeah.
0: But like, dude, the stakes are not this high. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how he's captain.
1: Yeah, I don't know how a lot of these people are captain except that they're really violent and nobody wants to get on their bad side. Right. I mean, Drakasha does have that nice moment where she lets the buddy go on the boat. And it's like, okay, well, that's nice. But also you punch that other captain right in the face earlier.
0: Really, really hard. Really hard. Like, really bad.
1: Um, speaking of this double agent, mm-hmm. what is the captain of the Sovereign offering? this double agent what do you think the like reason Ooh. is that he is doing this mm. remember uh, this he's tough. a he's a pirate
0: right there's not some there's there's presumably no like moral thing or like he's not like fighting for some cause necessarily. no he's a fucking because like what, what would it be yeah and like they all seem relative to, to be relatively well off if, Or at least similarly well off in yeah. terms of, like, finances.
1: Yes. And, like, what does it even mean if the captain of the sovereign is like, hey, I'll give you a little bit of extra money if you are my, my guy. It's like, okay, I'm probably going to die before I even get back to shore to see it. <laughs> like, the odds that I will die out on the ship are so high that... Any money you might give me out like in the bank at Prodigal is like not really that valuable to me. This is uh, okay. The more that I think about this, the more crazy it gets. Because what he did
0: was he brought out this ship killer thing. Let's I I feel like there's probably a way to turn it off is my guess. I don't think so. I Worst case, he can throw it over the side. Okay, sure. Yeah. So like technically it's not he's not necessarily just like straight up committing suicide. Right? He's right. like yeah. he can he can technically survive this by whatever negotiations they get through. But like what's next? <laughs> because Okay, best case scenario like <laughs> during these negotiations while you have your bomb, they let you like, go back to the other ship. Yeah. To to your, to your the sovereign. Yeah. You guys all share a home base that, like, you interact on a somewhat friendly level. Yep. They're going to kill you when you get back.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, correct. They're going to kill you. And this is being so optimistic, too, because it's clear that there will be no negotiations, that it's just like we're going to kill We have to kill you all. Right. So like, no, I'm not just going to let you get off the ship. I'm not going to do that. What's your plan, buddy? What was your plan when you pulled out <laughs> this bomb for you to make it off of this know. ship alive? Cause yeah, he's not fighting for a noble cause. It's not like he's his brother. It's not like it's the captain's brother who like who loves him to the end. He's just like a dude. He's just like a pirate dude. <laughs> even if he, even if he was the 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 the
0: brother of the sovereign's captain, yeah, which really would have been convenient if we knew his name. um Like, <laughs> what are you doing? He attacked her. Like, what? You can't come in here with this, like, as a cause. I, I don't know. I don't know the plan. Uh. I think the takeaway here is this. Most of the captains and all of the people underneath them are just like not super smart. Mm-hmm. Like they're very good at sails and stuff like that, and how to like tie knots. But the rest of it,
1: right? The captain of the brightest. the captain of the Sovereign got to this double agent guy first and was like, "Hey, you're in my crew now. Also, I need you to go on this boat and tell me what they're up to." Yeah, yeah. You're a part of. You can be everything about a, a part of their crew for sure. But you need you're my crew first. And the guy's like, aye, aye, right. boss. <laughs> that that was the end of the conversation.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, not great. Not, not great. This is I've actually now that I think about this, kind of surprising the lock didn't succeed with the original plan. <laughs> <laughs> was this actually a better plan than we thought? Are the pirates dumb enough that this might have actually worked? Was the Archon actually onto something? <laughs> Another another reason why I was going to say that the pirate's not super bright. Locke has a few little, like, little, like, plots that he does mm-hmm. that earn them some extra money that are like, oh, yeah, let's see, Locke's, this is just, like, the kind of thing that Locke's really good at. One of which is when they negotiate a higher price for the boat that they sell to the, to the one guy. Yeah. And it's like... You guys have let this guy get a monopoly over, like, the entire ship industry on this island, which is like presumably a pretty big trade since you're bringing back new ships like every time. Yeah, and he has like relative, essentially, no power in terms in like the literal sense.
1: Yeah, he's got no hard power, right? Right. What are you doing? Right. Every pirate ship should have a real version of what Locke was pretending to be. Every pirate ship should just have a real merchant that's like, hey, yeah, I would value that ship at, you know, 10 grand. If he doesn't want to give you that, I'll give you that. Yeah. And then like, yeah, problem solved.
0: <laughs> Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> this is a huge finding. Like the amount of
1: money that they are leaving on the table <laughs> is ludicrous honestly honestly what Locke and jean should have done is showed up and been like okay guys hold on we need to rework this entire enterprise because this could run so much more efficiently right here's the thing here's the thing the (laughs) plot
0: that Locke and jean have been working on for two years much less lucrative than just like going and doing that being a pirate (laughs) from now on (laughs) the thing that they so okay not to get too far ahead but at the end, right, when they when they pull off the heist, the like amount that they're quoted at, um, I think the original was supposed to be like 30,000, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever the, whatever their units of value are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Locke makes this seem like a, a, an infinite sum of money almost. A lot. Yeah. When Drakashi gets back and sells this ship, she sells it for like 2,000. Or something, which is like insanely low. Mm-hmm. And I, I i don't remember if I'm making this number up before I or if I actually heard it, but something like I think once it's fixed up, the ship could go for like 10,000.
1: That's what I remember. Yeah.
0: What do you. <laughs> okay. That's like a whole lot.
1: Right. That's like a fortune. Yeah. How are we not working harder to get that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man. I. Okay. Okay, Luke, I want, to take us, I want to take us to a different spot, it's still while we're being a pirate. But they okay. pillage that, like, resort town at one point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as readers, we're concerned about one of the good guys in the resort town, right? The chair-making group, the chair-making family. And mm-hmm. Locke pays special attention to them. It's like, hey, all you pirates out there. Leave the chair guys alone. You can do whatever else you want in town, but leave the chair guys. And they just like completely ransack the whole town. Right. Mm -hmm. And I imagine I just imagine the scene where Locke is like heading out, getting ready to leave. And he sees the chair guy like huddled in his house. And he kind of like throws him one of like a finger guns and winks at him through the window and runs off. And then chair guy's like, "Well, fuck! Who's gonna buy my chairs now?" <laughs> I don't just, I don't just like give these chairs away. I need rich people around <laughs> to buy these chairs. Right. I don't really appreciate right. the fact that you spared my, but you didn't spare my business. I'm going to have to close now. The follow up to this is, let's 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 imagine what happens
0: next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're a business that did get hit. Like the next block over, and you're like, okay, every single bot person got attacked by these pirates except for you. Is that correct? <laughs> okay, all right. Am I correct in hearing that? And you're the only one? <laughs> Seems weird. No, this guy is getting arrested
1: the next day. Sorry. oh, You were clearly in league with the pirates. Obviously. (laughs) Every other furniture maker in this entire town was burnt to the ground except for yours. Sorry. (laughs)
0: Oh, the like one of the leaders of the pirates was seen in your shop a couple months ago. Is that correct? That's
1: what I'm hearing. (laughs) This guy's in jail. This guy's in jail the next day. And we're seizing all your assets because we need to rebuild the <laughs> gladiator pit. We need to rebuild right. the pleasure war, whatever it's called. So we're using your chairs to pay for it. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You Gosh, didn't do a good man. thing, Locke. You d- I mean, you did do a good thing because this place sounded pretty busted. But I mean, this guy, you didn't save this guy, really.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Plus, presumably, this place is just getting militarized now. Mm-hmm. After this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I don't know. I don't know, Locke. Man, the guard, the guards of this town, by the way, get it together. Yeah. Well, there's no pirates. You're getting attacked here. by. You're getting attacked by one ship. Come on.
1: Uh, it reminds me of. Do you remember the first parts of the Caribbean movie where one ship just like ransacks the big town at the very beginning? granted it is like a special demon pirate ship so they don't die when they get shot but still it's like Mm. i was always like okay this is just one pirate ship guys like you should be able to there's you got cool cannons and stuff you could take on one pirate ship What's, what's the what's the point of
0: having any form of military like i realize that they they don't have like a big one yeah but what do you what might as well just not have one
1: well, no, I mean, no guards. We do see that the guards really are more of like a greeting party. They're more of like a, let me announce your title, kind of thing. Sure. So sure. More, maybe it's more ceremonial. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> Luke, do you think that the plan all along was to steal these really valuable paintings, or do you I think, think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't for a while. I couldn't tell if the plan was to steal the paintings from the get go, if they really were gonna try and break into the vault. Because um, it seems like at one point, Jean's like, "Man, I wish we would have had a chance to do this thing." And Locke was like, "Meh, it's fine. This backup plan will work, okay." Um, mm. If the plan was to steal these valuable paintings all along, I feel like a little bit more research would have been helpful.
0: Like, you mean like to to so that you know that they're not fakes?
1: Yeah, you spent two years, and I get you had to sell this plan to the guy to reckon in the Sinspire, but you should make sure that they're the real ones first, right? Like, this seems like thievery one hundred one.
0: You're not wrong, especially when so so. He got the like quote for these ahead of time. Yes. Right. Yes. He went to the he went to the, this art collector, or or whatever, and was like, "How much for these?" And the art collector just gave him a number. Mm-hmm. And then when they, <laughs> and it turns out there's a very obvious like way to authenticate them. Yep. Yep. I don't know if this is is. Do you think this is more on Locke or do you think this is more on the art collector guy?
1: Okay. So I do get that it's kind of the art collector didn't want to tell them because then this once the once the secret gets out well no it's on the art collector for sure mm-hmm. like b- because he notices like yeah these people were so committed to this art they didn't even recreate the stamp they could have tried to recreate the little mark in the bottom but they were like no we're not going right. to do that
0: you're saying you're saying like the people that forged it intentionally made this
1: yes they made it so it was obvious it was a forgery in this like important yeah. way yeah 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 tell them Oh but to be fair there were many other indications that it was not like real like the aging the weathering of the painting over time mm-hmm. was not right which like i could have told you that <laughs>
0: right right
1: they, they take it to uh, this art collector and he's like, yeah, somebody put this in an oven for like eight hours. This is not a 10,000 year old painting. I'm sorry. Do you think that it would be too risky if you're, if you're, so Locke
0: a couple of times is in Reckon's office yep. to see these. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he could have tried to like look at them and talk about them without tipping it off? I feel like
1: probably. Yeah like definitely because he has this set of chairs made that is in like a similar style and so it's a natural thing to be like i also am a fan of this style you've these paintings you have made me think of these chairs i admire them i admire your paintings right like he even at one when he brings these chairs in he's like yeah
0: i had these chairs i saw that you like this art style there's a natural that's a natural time to be like those paintings are really nice right I don't know something, something, something.
1: Yeah, let me. I'm gonna let's 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 look at them. Let's look at the paintings. You a and
0: little, I. Yeah, at, at least a little bonding exercise.
1: Right, a little one. Ah, it is tough. These paintings, though, y'all. These paintings. Pretty, pretty nice. Pretty expensive. Ah, what? Okay, hold on though, because. So these chairs had like a bunch of tools in them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the number of tools I need to pull off the heist that they actually did. I'm coming up with sure. like three. I'm coming up with rope, knife, and repeller thing to go down the rope. Obviously, okay. they, they brought the he brought the cards in, which like you could have put the cards in the chair too. Like, well, I don't know. Okay. He <laughs> brought the cards That's in. Separate. What other tools did they need? I, this is kind of what makes me think you the- need a t- you need a, you need a tube
0: to roll them up in. Okay, you gotta have a tube, to I roll, guess, to roll the paintings. Uh, you need the tube.
1: Anything else? Uh, I
0: don't know. Maybe maybe the repelling stuff is is maybe you need some more stuff.
1: Right, like a harness maybe. and all that stuff. Sure. Okay. Fine. Maybe.
0: But is your is is your point that you you could have got them in an easier way?
1: I think I just. I'm. I still don't know if they were gonna try and do the vault, or if it really was that they were doing the paintings the whole time. Cause it for so, like, I, it's hard for me to tell if the paintings were a plan B or not, or if they really were interested yeah. in the vault.
0: Cause, cause there is also the scene where where Jean goes to the like master artificer that made the vault. Right. I mean, it's possible that that was ultimately just a way to convince, like, to to throw him off the scent.
1: Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, these these thieves are tricky, Luke. They're tricky, tricky little They're, thieves.
0: They are very tricky. Yeah, yeah.
1: Speaking of being tricky, why, why do Locke and Jean trust the bad guys so often? So the bad guys being that's the Archon folks. Okay. So story starts. Uh oh. Maybe we've been poisoned. Then. They're talking to the alchemist who supposedly poisoned them. And and they're like, hey, give us the antidote. And he pulls out one vial and is like a vial of clear liquid. And he's like, this is the only one I got. And they're like, okay, great. Well, we'll just split it. And he's like, oh, you can't split it. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just analyze it and have someone make more. And he's like, Map, can't do that. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, we'll just get your notes. And he's like, I don't have any. <laughs> uh no sorry i don't believe you at a certain point Mm -hmm. i just don't i i don't believe you i'm gonna take everything you have and we're gonna get this analyzed like sure yeah what are you you're that much of a genius alchemist do you think you're that smarter that much smarter than like (laughs) everyone else that nobody can analyze this magical thing you've made right this is
0: this is actually a, a good question to figure out to how much of this are we believing, and at what point are we calling the bluff? Right. Do you here at this point? Do you think that the poison is real? No. No. Okay, I don't either. <laughs> I
1: think it's bullshit. Because he has nothing to yeah. lose by lying to them, right? Right. The alchemist has nothing to lose by being like, uh, "Actually, you are still under our power, and you deal. You do still need us alive."
0: Right. The, even, the, even the thing about the, like, I only have one dose. That's, like, a way to make you keep him alive. Exactly. Everything he says. If he
1: has two, I'll take those, you're dead. <laughs> right. If it can be analyzed, okay, I'll take this, get it analyzed, you're dead. Uh, if you have notes somewhere, okay, I'll take those notes, boom, you're dead. Like, the only things he was saying were things to keep him alive. Yeah, I don't right. trust you. <laughs> but the but the we get the scene at the end. Makes it seem like Uh oh, they trusted him. And they're right. ready for just one of them to die.
0: This so so um I think it was it was Torden on one of our previous like Reddit posts or yeah. or in the Discord, I don't remember which, brought up the question of like how how did the alchemist like figure this out i think you could extend that to other parts of this as well the 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 first part just being like how are you testing that it's a latent poison are you giving it to people
1: um and then just like
0: waiting for a really long time um but also like how are you make uh, i don't know i feel like if i'm gene and Locke, i'm going to Go to other alchemists, which they do at at one point, but all they do is be like, hey, is it possible that are there are Latin poisons out there? I feel like a little bit more, a little bit more brainstorming would be, would be called for. Read the literature and be like, ah, this seems pretty unlikely.
1: Right. Yeah. Before you like commit yourselves to death, potential death, potential avoidable death. Yeah. It's good
0: stuff though it's a good poison
1: yeah sure we love it um uh question for you then luke mm-hmm. is lock is lock dying i mean so i also agree with you
0: that the poison's not real
1: okay i my guess is next book starts and like a month goes by and lock's like wait a minute ah, oh, damn it oh oh beans we did the whole pirate thing for nothing right there was no poison
0: but they made some good friends along the way dan
1: They did. They also learned the coolest cheat code of all time to get people to do what they want.
0: That's correct. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My guess is that the Archon tries this trick a lot, but most people just call the bluff and are like, no, you didn't. (laughs) So he only tries it on people that are like new in town.
1: Ooh yeah (laughs) right because if you're not new in town you've heard somebody at the pub being like hey remember when the archon tried to poison you with that dumb fake poison thing (laughs) (laughs) haha good good joke good jest
0: right right classic archon he keeps trying it no one believes it
1: (laughs) gotta get this guy out of here yeah um last thing i want to say about the archon okay his fate is they like chain him up at the bottom of the ship and mm-hmm. they're going to leave him there as long as they can, as long as they can keep him alive. And at one point, there's just a quick little one line that Drakasha says of like, oh, you're going to whale, but we could use the music at sea. Mm-hmm. Was there a crew vote on that? Because <laughs> I really don't
0: want that. Right. I this uh, This is another time where the crew... <laughs> needs a vote because like there's a lot of things wrong with this
1: mm-hmm. yep
0: first off just like if he's screaming all the time i'm i'm done with it i don't want i don't want just a screaming guy yeah you know, on the boat
1: yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i have to but sleep but also
0: just like it's just, just like there's a chance that he escapes like can we just not i don't want that over my head and lastly uh-huh. which may be the big one Hey, Drakasha, you have two very young children on this boat.
1: <laughs> I forgot.
0: What it, what's the... You just... Be like, Oh, yeah, the screaming. Sorry, kids. That's uh, the guy
1: that I'm torturing for as long as possible. I'm torturing him to death. Oh, why? Well, he sent Locke and Jean on a quest to... like. <laughs> here, let me tell you this extended story of revenge and why this is the guy we need to torture in the bottom of our ship
0: right right also it's very difficult to get you guys to go to sleep um please ignore the screaming guy in the in the
1: berth next door
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah maybe not the best, choice maybe not the best choice for that i also kind of imagine uh jeans oh esri i think is the first mate is that her name mm-hmm esri let's say gene and esri meet in whatever afterlife there is and she's like hey i heard you avenged me i know with your old crew you sunk like millions and millions of dollars into the bay to as like their tribute what'd you do for me and Jean's like oh you remember the archon guy And she's like oh i mean yeah he's yeah that like ship commander guy yeah yeah what about him you're like oh we chained him up in the brig of the ship and he screamed until he died She's like, "Okay, so is that it? You mean I kind, of, kind of didn't care about him you mean that that, much. that idiot with the terrible plan <laughs> you chained him up and tortured him to death for me, right, 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 right. I was hoping you would say, like I lived my best life, and like, I don't know, maybe named a cat after me or something.
0: No, 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 <laughs> just
1: torture, <laughs> yeah." Yeah,
0: it's not my choice. It's not my choice. Maybe that's why I'm not a pirate captain, though. No.
1: Maybe this is one of the things they whispered to each other in one of their little private private moments was, hey, this is how I want you to avenge me if I do die.
0: <laughs> right. Probably. that's that's That seems like something they would say to each other, I imagine. In a, yeah. in a
1: tender moment, yeah.
0: Of course. Of course. Oof. Man. The, the last thing that I would say is... When we figure out, I guess there is questions on whether the ultimate goal was the paintings or the the vault. Still seems like just some probably probably better, easier. Maybe, maybe they're not looking for easy, I guess. But it just seems like there were better better goals, better targets, maybe for this.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of money around like there's a lot of rich people around mm-hmm. just steal from them spend two years stealing from them instead
0: <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know yeah. just a thought <laughs> um oh and also we have to give we have to give dan props actually thank you because the uh the eye the helmets did come into play
1: mm-hmm. here
0: at the end it wasn't Jean and Locke wearing them but i think you still deserve, I think,
1: credit. I mean, it's just a bad move. Don't have your super secret police covering their faces. It's not smart.
0: Right, right. We need identification at all times. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay.
1: Uh, do we do reviews, Luke? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let's do let's do reviews. Um, you go first. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Luke, I've said this before. Lies of Locke Lamora. I think just my top book that we've read. On the pod uh-huh. so yeah. I had high expectations coming in and I think that the characters in this were pretty good I think the dialogue mm-hmm. was like pretty good uh, I don't think it was quite on the level of Lies of Locke Lamora. I think the the banter wasn't quite on that level but still pretty good fun to read the story the plot which we have been kind of criticizing this whole time I think was kind of tough. I think the f- <laughs> like it made it seemed too contrived for the story. Like it seemed like Scott wanted them to go be pirates for a bit and had to figure out how to do that. Um right. And so I didn't I didn't love the overall plot and like how we got to where we were going. That did not seem to like really flow from one point to the next the logic wasn't quite there for me um that said if you didn't pay too close attention if you kind of blurred your eyes a little bit i had a fun time reading it (laughs) you know if you don't if you don't do what luke and i did where you dive into every single thing and are like what come on what's going on with that (laughs) um you know fun pirate story with two cool thieves so i thought it was fun um, but the the plot sometimes I struggle to connect it in a meaningful way.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think I do. I think I do agree with you that like the
0: characters and dialogue was still fun. Um, I think, I I think that you are uh, putting your criticism of the plot a little generously. Oh no. <laughs> Not that I necessarily. I I don't want to be an asshole here. Yeah um but like what was going on in this
1: oh yeah but but luke it's Locke and gene and oh they're doing cool stuff if they're doing cool sure
0: um it's just i here's the thing for me okay this the the opening of where this book was was completely free right like the end of Lice of Lak Lamora and into here, you could do – you could, anything could have been done. It's not like we had to write ourselves out of a really specific situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird to me that like all of the motivations and everything were just like so absurd because mm-hmm. it just seems like so – if you wanted to do pirates, it seems like such an – there's so many easier ways – to come up with the like conflicts and motivations then like if you go through all which we have done if you go through all of the like motivations for the big choices in this it's like Mm -hmm. what um now i will say the characters and everything are still fun and i do i i do actually agree with you that if you're not like if you're staying in the moment it's a fun read right if you're staying within the page that you just read it's fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you like think back to what you read yesterday it's like hang on how did we get here Uh, so yeah so i don't know i think that's i think that's where i am i'm willing to give it another i'm 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 willing to keep my mind open for for future books though
1: yeah i I am definitely am, too. I think we will probably come back to the series at some point and give it another go uh, and see what's going on with Locke and Gene. Um, Dan still loves the lives of Locke Lamora. Forever. Forever. <laughs> uh, but, Luke, until we return to the Gentleman Bastard series, we are going to be reading something else. That's right. Brandon Sanderson has started releasing his secret projects, his secret book projects. Mm-hmm. We're going to be reading the first third of his first secret book project called Tress of the Emerald Sea. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that's all we know about it, right? It's a secret project. It's in the Cosmere series. Uh, it's in if, the Cosmere. If you funded the Kickstarter, Brandon Sanderson did, then you probably already have it. If not, mm-hmm. pick it up. Let's see what's let's explore this secret project together. Let's see what's going on with Brando in the new year.
0: I know. I'm excited.
1: Me too. So we'll see you next week on the first of our Secret Project series from Brandon Sanderson. We'll bring the hot takes. And be
0: the dumb nerds.